Welcome to Dergcast, the podcast focusing on the... In- I, what is our intro, actually? It's been a minute. Do we have, like, a set intro? It's just the wonderful filmography of Oscar Laura Dern. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's been a minute since we've we've been able to record. So, uh, I'm one of your hosts, Kyle Amato. And I'm Elizabeth Hopkins. And today we watched Citizen Ruth, for which Laura Dern should have an Oscar, I think. Yes. Yeah, hmm. I'd really say that's it. It was definitely... A really compelling performance. Yeah. All right, who's here? It's Todd. Hey. Todd is joining us this evening. Mm-hmm. I love this movie. It's my favorite Laura Dern movie. And it may be one of my favorite movies ever. Come closer. So, why do you say that? Yeah. Just that she's giving us everything. She's giving us everything that I've never seen her be allowed to give us. Mm-hmm. I've never... I've seen... Laura Dern starring films before, and I've never seen the camera on her face this much, mm-hmm. or the story be centered on her this much. It's all about Ruth, and it's so much Ruth. It's just wonderful. It's definitely like it's. I don't want to say character study because it's much more than that, but it's it's a film very much about this character, this character in this setting. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which... All right, so we'll back up. 1996, directed by Alexander Payne, who directed Election and uh, Downsizing, <laughs> and several other movies. But like, who cares? Election is amazing. I haven't seen that. One yeah, yet. what else Same. did he actually direct? Now I got I got to pull him up real quick because I know there's a couple I'm forgetting. Like I think he did Sideways. I can't remember if he did Sideways. We're gonna find out right now. I wonder were they all kind of. Um, he does a lot of heightened. If you watch Election, you'll it's very similar in tone to this. This sort of social like study, satire. yeah, social satire sort of thing. Yeah, black comedy. Yeah, this that kind of thing. I couldn't get over how contemporary I thought this movie was, mm-hmm. but it it just goes to show how the topic of uh, abortion and choice versus what was a pro choice versus pro life argument. Mm-hmm. has just been around for so long mm-hmm. without ever going anywhere yeah really it's just yeah. sort of been batted back and forth in the yep. american political landscape so yes. he did citizen ruth then election then about schmidt then sideways the descendants which i've never seen nebraska which i got in trouble with um paramount for downloading illegally when in college that's hilarious. How? Did they they how did you get singled out? I don't know. They sent me a cease and desist, and I was like, This okay. is like you be... Um, <laughs> Still. We're not talking... I'm cutting that out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he did Nebraska, then downsizing, and downsizing's supposed to be really bad. You just leave it in. Shut the hell up. <laughs> but, wow. yeah, those are all, like, very good film. Well, mm-hmm. no, nah, I can't say that, because... I've only seen half of them. I love Sideways. I don't think Corey likes Sideways. I forget who doesn't like Sideways. Whatever. I like Sideways. I haven't seen mm-hmm. Sideways. I the, just... epi- the American Dad episode, that's a parody of Sideways. I like. That's why I think I like Sideways, because yeah. of the way people 
The sun chips, they're much healthier than regular chips. Ooh, no, they are not. (laughs) Um, But that's not important. Citizen Ruth. What's important is Laura Dern in this movie just being drugged out, huffing glue, huffing paint, just doing whatever she can to get high. She's fucking dirty. It's gross. Dirty, filthy. The the way her mouth is slack-jawed in this movie is beautiful. She's just so good at being a waste. Yeah. A wasteoid. She keeps getting dragged. The whole movie is her being dragged around by people, including Susie Kurtz, who's also wonderful in this. And even, like, Kurtwood Smith and Mary Kay Place are really good. Everyone in it is really good. It's like mm-hmm. Todd said during it, it's just a really good chance for all these character actors to really show their stuff. Like, MC Ginley is in it. He was in Lost. Like, he's great. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just, like, it's... It's, it's a movie that has a lot, you know, it has a lot of kind of harrowing scenes. It has a lot of funny moments. It also has a lot of like profound moments. Oh, and Burt Reynolds shows up. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. I think we should just really quickly lay out the the points of the movie. Laura Dern is a drug addict. She's a, she's a street person. (laughs) She gets knocked up in one of the most upsetting, but really well scored sex scenes i've ever seen where it's just it opens abysmal. with her and this guy well it's really just this guy like banging her uncomfortably on a really gross opens on mattress. her face while she is feeling nothing during sex yeah and there's you know there's discarded liquor bottles and like old food waste littering the floor it's it's so gross i feel gross looking at it yeah and then he kicks her out immediately it breaks her tv her response is if you're gonna kick me out give me my tv back and he just hurls it into the hallway yeah and then she destroys his car because you know her life and she takes break and she takes a lot of shit from people but she also gives a lot of shit to other people oh yeah she never stops the vitriol that comes out of her mouth the reason that i uh i became aware of this film was because i saw a gif of laura dern yelling this one phrase she yells at somebody (laughs) would have just sucked the shit out of my ass yeah suck the shit out of my ass i believe then she says asshole suck the shit out of my ass asshole i saw that and i i immediately contact kyle i'm like kyle what is this movie and have you done it yet and can i be on the episode oh you yeah do and then i was like oh yeah i just got the dvd and you're like what and i was like yeah that's perfect i know perfect. nice timing it was i was like what movie is this i have to see laura dern say that live and that was so it was so satisfactory. good because she says it to the guy who knocked her up. Am I <laughs> correct? That's true. Oh. He's literally, he's literally, he pulls up to her in an intersection, looks over, recognizes that it's her. This is after she's destroyed his car. And you can see he's put plastic wrap on the where his windows <laughs> used to be. He has to peel and he it. starts clawing through it just so that he can swear at her. It's like a wonderful it scene. It was amazing. Um, I also want to note, this is the third movie we've watched where Diane Ladd shows up as Laura Dern's, or, well, I guess she's not actually her mom in Rambling Rose. Um. Oh, that's true. She's, like, her adopted mom. But, um, she shows up almost as a joke in this, because she shows up for three seconds at the end. She's like, I saw you on the news. Like, don't, don't do this. Like, I want to meet that baby. And she's just like, I don't, I. She's pulled in by the pro, uh, abort, no, pro, um. Pro-choice. Pro-life. Pro-life group 
uh, the Baby Savers, the most aggressive parody that still doesn't feel aggressive enough. No, it felt like how, pretty real. Yeah, it feels that's legit. how these people act. It's a a lot of women on the ground, but a lot of men running the show on this higher level, which was where Burt Reynolds comes in. And it is important to note, like, a lot of these men, like, there's nothing too explicit that really happens in the film, but there's this underlying, you know, just unnerving, disgusting sexual tension that goes on. Like, clearly, mm-hmm. a, my, many of these men are predator, predators, and they're posing yeah. as these, like, virtuous Christian heroes. Yeah, Kurtwood Smith, and explicitly, his character yeah. Norm, like, watches her in the bathroom and shit. Yeah, this yeah. family that takes her in, and the father figure immediately starts acting gross and weird to and her. And he, like, gets into bed with her, and then uh, his wife walks in. It's just, like, you know, right off the bat, you're there's like, this a system. Guy is gross and they have a teenage daughter and she's like oh hey this is a uh, this is ruth i'm like huh are you pregnant and she's like oh yeah i am and the daughter's like mm-hmm. so clearly this is they've taken other young women in before and tried other to vulnerable girls um so they're yeah they're a very very intensely religious family they have yeah like gatherings at their house. We don't really know like what denomination they are or anything, but it's just oh, you know, it's definitely intense. Protestant Christian evangelical mm-hmm. yeah. is the main uh, gist of it. Like I feel like if it was Catholic, you would. Have, I feel wasn't there some nun presence at um, the protest? No, I... you you were wrong about that. There weren't nuns. Um, the people who got arrested were just like the baby saver people, and they were just. Okay, I, I I just um maybe I saw someone's clothing that looked like the nun light type wear. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean, but there weren't any nuns. They're definitely not Catholic, but they they're you know they're very intense. So that you know, and they're it's it's one of the things where it's you know at first you're like oh maybe these people are good, and then you just realize no, they're just not. Like, no, I mean, they, this isn't much... about them. They just yeah. And literally at one point, Norm says, "Your body doesn't belong to you; it belongs to God." And I was just like, mm-hmm. "Oh, I think I missed that line." And yeah. Him doing the news conference for her, which she sees later, where he just says, "This is what Ruth wants," and yada yada, and she's like, "I literally didn't say." And any they of like that. named the fetus. Oh yeah, they make her pick a name for the fetus hypothetically, and then they keep bringing it up, and they find pictures of her other kids. Oh yeah, because she already already had four kids. Yeah, which is why she's like, "No, I shouldn't have a baby." You know. Also, just the fact that she can't get off of paint thinners and glue and yeah. alcohol. She knows what's up. <laughs> I mean, it's. She never tries. She doesn't try. She at one point she's like, "I can stop doing drugs whenever I want." <laughs> and um, uh, the what is his name? The Harlan. Harlan is just like, mm-hmm. yeah. Harlan. Uh, Harlan's great. MC Galney is like he first shows up as a security guy at a abortion clinic, who it seems to be is. Uh, he's been in this uh, pro-choice movement for a while, and when it comes down to it, when the pro-life people offer her a bunch of money to have the kid, he's like, "I to even the playing field, and to give you like an even choice, I'll just offer the same amount of money. Which is one of the few, as the movie presents it, like purely altruistic moves. Like he's mm-hmm. still sort of using her. But in that way, he's just sort of going like, just to like, even though I'm not going to offer you more. Yeah. I'm just going to offer you just as much. Mm-hmm. That was, I thought that was a little silly, but like. Oh, yeah. But it, it's it's kind of all part of the, the film mm-hmm. because ultimately, you know, she, 
there's these two sides. They're that turning this girl are, into a symbol. They're just turning. They're putting her, propping her up as a symbol in this nationwide political ethical battle, and it's no like one she's actually Terry Shivo. cares about her. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No one gives a shit about Ruth. No one's listening to Ruth and what she wants. That's why the the name Citizen Ruth is just hammering home this fact that she's not the focus of this choice in this whole movie. Mm-hmm. I. The silliest thing, though, the turning point where I was willing to accept anything after it is when uh, Susie Kurtz as Diane reveals when she goes from yelling baby killer to revealing that she is a secret spy. It was incredible. When she takes the off the hair, shirt. I screamed. I screamed. I love Susie Kurtz. She <laughs> takes off the glasses. She takes off the blonde wig. Mm-hmm. She's a redheaded butch woman. It's amazing. She's just, like, yeah, she goes from being, like, this sort of, like, prissy, I don't know, you know, like, housewife type to just, like, fierce and independent and, you know, soft-spoken yet direct. It's a very, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, like, (laughs) it's it's definitely a great moment. Um, And the shift that movement goes from when you're introduced to the, like, pro-choice group who seem, they are, on their face, more caring about Ruth as a person, but the Mm -hmm. second... The argument gets elevated to a national level. That's when they stop caring about Ruth. Yeah. And it becomes more she's a symbol for what to do. Well, it's also just like the complete lack of understanding of how addiction works. Or who and, Ruth is at all. And yeah. What, yeah, what even her motives are. Like, they're just... What does Ruth want? She's just a flat... Ruth wants line. to get high. Yeah. yeah. Ruth wants to get high. But that, <laughs> that fact that specifically it doesn't matter Ruth is not uh, a a number in this equation to them mm-hmm. like she's just the the choice is there but not any of the factors of who Ruth is that's what none of them are taking into account mm-hmm. which ultimately is the undoing of all of them because mm-hmm. Ruth takes the money and fucking bounces and it's amazing it's well, such a good the ending. more important thing is that she has she doesn't Stay pregnant. She has a miscarriage. Yeah. Pretty much, though, few, I, I would say f- because of her own actions. Because she does get drunk and fall downstairs. And that, she keeps, like, huffing glue. Yeah. And yes. brake fluid and stuff. Like, that baby didn't have a chance. They, yeah. the, the lack of, like, baby care given to her mm-hmm. is actually really startling. Like, uh, there's this scene earlier on where they put her in, like, kind of fake... Uh, pregnancy. What's the term for it in the crisis room? pregnancy center? Yes. Uh, she's put in one of those where they're like, where she thinks she'll be able to like ask for an abortion, and they keep trying to like they show her like disgusting video and they talk about like her baby. That's when they ask her what they she'd want to name a baby. Mm-hmm. So that happens. But after that, even when she's with the pro-choice group, she's not given a lot of medical attention. No. Yeah, it's. It doesn't seem particularly... I mean, that could be, like, one of the shortcomings of, like, it being, you know, film made in the 90s. That but is also, true. just... It's, like, a satire, so maybe they weren't particularly concerned It's very heightened. The, it is a very heightened satire, yeah. but it's also a satire that's very aware of the realistic mm-hmm. levels. Like, it never goes unrealistic. Yeah. All this seems plausible on some level. Yeah, yeah, even even the bits, like, there's some parts, like, the guy, you know... Burt Reynolds. <laughs> yeah, Burt Reynolds showing up, that's but, not, but... 
Oh, and, a like, child wearing a turtleneck and a chain oils up a shirtless Burt, Burt Reynolds at one point? <laughs> it's <laughs> unreal. Uh, yeah, that was But also next still level. slightly possible within this whole mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It was a lot. And, you know, yeah, I mean, it, it sounds very familiar. Um, you know, the kind of push and pull of that political argument in the, in the U.S. today and mm-hmm. also just how a lot of times, yeah, I mean, people people use certain people as symbols. They prop them up in mm-hmm. order to try to achieve their goals and you know and they but they you know they also don't really and just the real fact that ultimately uh it's usually um women who are in worse financial situation who are in mm-hmm. some kind of uh minority situation or are, are just uh in ruth's case in a uh a addiction situation who are mm-hmm. just steamrolled by these issues on both sides they're not they're not who is being looked out, out for yeah. on either way. Because even um, on the pro-choice side, it sometimes benefits women who are, you know, financially able. That's mostly mm-hmm. because of how medical situations work in America. Yeah, totally, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you see, like, that scene where she's, you know, up in the back of the convenience store again. She's, like, mm-hmm. escaped... The, uh, this is when she's with the evangelical people, and she's escaped the car and come to try to huff the the their son's like glue or something, and mm-hmm. and they find her, and the you know the father immediately starts like screaming at her, you know, like you you know, this this is the devil in you, and like you know that's like not actually gonna be particularly effective, mm-hmm. <laughs> you no. know, it's it's like it's it's a process, and there's there's always a lot of advancement and then retreat you know it's like a long process it's not just like oh i'm just mm-hmm. gonna scream at you and then the immediate gonna... blame he puts on her yeah, yeah. And exactly the, like accusation that he's the saying of i've done so much for you when you're just taking advantage of someone mm-hmm. also like i feel like she'd only been there for maybe a couple of like a few nights at yeah most. barely <laughs> like you know, you can't just, like, find this person and be like, I'm your new parent I mean, this now. movie takes place over less than a month. Like, Oh, yeah. I, I would say within a week, mm-hmm. honestly. It's pretty crazy. It's real rapid fire. But it also, that's kind of how things, that's why it feels so current. Because it feels like the regular escalation of things today. Mm-hmm. And it's just. That's true. Things do happen very quickly today. I, I couldn't get over how amazingly ahead of its time it was and mm-hmm. yet once again i'm baffled by how it's just circular we haven't done more movies about this topic mm-hmm. yeah i'm trying to think what other abortion especially movies... not a kind of dark comedically one yeah, yeah i mean obvious wild. child is about abortion but it's really more about a woman getting her shit together yeah and once again a more well-off woman you know who yeah. can afford to have a comedy career and is not a drug addict mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think one thing that, I mean, it's sad for the character because I don't know what, you know, the movie ends with, you know, you not really knowing what is going to happen to her. You're kind of assuming that with this money that she's gotten, she's probably going to burn through it pretty quickly. But Mm -hmm. I I appreciated that there was no, I mean, this, and this is one reason why it's progressive for its time is that there was no, like, savior narrative. Yes. You know, like, she isn't ultimately redeemed by these people, you know, like, she, 
she ultimately does her own thing and and I think that's you know that sends a powerful message of like agency even when the situation is really bad yeah ultimately she did have a choice and her choice was to get the fuck out of there with as much money as she could yeah that uh, which was, is because that made the great. most ethical talk about gray morality right like that made the most ethical sense to her and yeah because that's what you she should lean it more yo yeah i'm, I'm slipping <laughs> um <laughs> that's you know what what she needed the most you know and at that point in time and you know yeah. I'm going to look at the box office for this movie right now because I'm really interested because oh, it feels yeah. like a very limited release. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull this up. I just think this is important for context. Yeah, I would also like to know... Um, other, I, I, I looked at what Ebert gave it when Ebert mm. reviewed it and I can't believe three stars. I, I didn't read the full review, but like... All right, so hey, it was in mm. theaters for two weeks and made $285,000 two weeks what yep so i don't really know what the deal with that is december 13th 1996 i kind of wonder if like it was almost too ahead of its time what is the regular run back then is two weeks normal no i this movie like straight up just didn't come out that's crazy yeah hold on it's that's that's real wild. Um, How would we compare it to what? What else did, did you say? Fargo came out around that time. Fargo came out this year. I'm talking about okay. No, not Fargo. Came out. So it was a Sundance movie. Oh. Everyone liked it. It just like didn't really come out. That's weird. Um, it came out the same. Was... It came out the same weekend as uh, Jerry Maguire and Mars Attacks. God. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> a movie I've weirdly been thinking a lot about recently. Mars Attacks? Yeah. It's good. It is good. It's wild. I'm excited for them to talk about it on Blank Check. They already did. You're right that they did. I was thinking about um, Sleepy Hollow. Oh, also a wild movie. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this this movie should have gotten more attention. I wish yeah. it had come out because it doesn't seem like it yeah, two weeks. came out. That's That's absurd. It like just it did it barely it didn't really even like did it even chart. show outside of like major cities. I don't know. God, that's so frustrating. Oh man, then the next like, week I think this movie would have done really out. good if it had shown like nationally. Honestly, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people would have looked at this and gone like, "Oh shit!" It would at least started a conversation. I've never even heard a conversation about this movie. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if there's a way we can give a retroactive Oscar. God, <laughs> that's. <laughs> Here we are. What nominating. are you talking about? <laughs> That's all the Oscars are half the time. They're I've been thinking. Like, oh, we've been ignoring you for so long. Here I've, you go. I've been thinking about making my own personal list of who I'd want to win Oscars for every year. People, people That's do a good do idea. that. Yeah, I think it'd be nice to just. I like having projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, it's something I, I put together, idea. but obviously you should go right to the top for this Laura one. Dern. Yes. Yeah. I think I'd still give support into Juliette Binoche for The English Patient. She is very good in it. Haven't seen it. It's good. It's not good. It's boring. <laughs> it's okay, though. <laughs> you can give a boring average. Oscar. I feel like every year they should give N for the boring Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> Juliette Binoche. What a great name for that Oscar. Ah, you fuck you. Juliette Binoche is amazing. I'm sure she is at being boring. That's not... What? Fuck you. <laughs> I literally don't know who she is. Yeah, whatever, Todd. Um, 
So yeah, I got this from the library, so I don't really know where it's streaming or anything. It's, I it bet just it's feels like anywhere. a like a lost film. It, yeah, everyone it's too, it's too spicy like, for modern audiences. I feel like we've kind of been getting that a lot though. Yeah, with her films. Well, yeah, like who saw Smooth Talk? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Laura I mean, Dern is definitely a uh, actress who finds herself in films that are amazing that no one ever sees. Like, I don't even mean cult classics. I mean, like, hidden gems. I love Smooth All Talk. All the way through. Yeah. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. I think this one, this one's definitely stronger. Well, yeah. Um, I just like that everything we've taken a swing at so far with Durncast is very interesting in a, in a, like, a topic sort of way. How old is she in this movie? 20, I don't know how old Ruth is supposed to be, but she's 29 when she made this okay wow. i feel Amazing. like ruth might be younger but also it's just her character yeah. might seem younger because she's so irresponsible mm-hmm. yeah i'm excited to keep jumping around and finding weird stuff that she's in but this because movie... she's also in a bunch of stuff as just like the love interest or yeah like yeah. woman screaming like or she's in a jurassic park sequel where she's just on the phone oh she's good in that though <laughs> she's good on the phone yeah the thing that I I definitely also like is like it's you know the movies we've watched there's always like this feminist thread yeah all of them like I she, I agree she I mean the, the movies feel diversified enough like I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm watching the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again but it's it's cool because a lot of the th- similar themes keep popping up and it just it just makes me want to meet Laura Dern she's really yeah. cool oh, yeah <laughs> she's very smart and she's like best friends with David Lynch. Yeah, that makes me so happy. Like, two of my favorite so, people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I can't wait for the Blue Velvet Criterion. Yeah. Laura Dern has to be, like, the translator between so many people and David Lynch, though. That's very true. Right. And I'm so excited for Big Little Lies, too. Oh. Girls got a lot coming up. We'll have to do Big Little Lies soon, because the second season will be happening. Yes. She's amazing in it. Obviously. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. That's going to be good. Um... But yeah, no, I mean, all good things. Her, uh... If you want to see the most camera focus on Laura Dern's face as she goes through so many different expressions, this is a movie for you. Yeah. This is so good. I agree. So what are we rating this out of piercing glares? Five. <gasps> yeah. Five. Probably five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like we're all just kind of struck by like how good this ended up being. I'm, yeah, she's just, mm-hmm. oh, she's so great. She's so compelling. I'm so happy I've seen this and so mad I hadn't seen it before or ever heard about it. Mm-hmm. It's an indignity. I had heard of it because I think they talked about it on the IV Club a few years ago. And I was like, oh yeah, but I watched it now. And that's mm-hmm. what matters. Yes. Um. Any other final thoughts? or? Um. No, just go see it. <laughs> just get it from the library get like just yeah, be not lazy <laughs> be like me constantly get things from the library right yeah support the yeah. library over trying to find it online <laughs> so mm-hmm. yeah good stuff exactly oscar for laura dern <laughs> that's about it all right well until next time don't you forget about us <laughs> <laughs> see that part i remembered all right good night good night folks <laughs>